Florida is home to some serious pickleball talent. The DPC is home to Gene DeVito. It's Pickle with Mickle, the interview series I'm dinking and dropping with Gene DeVito from the Diadem Pickleball Complex. Zero, zero. Start. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, other than the audio, how's the weather in Florida? It's today is gorgeous. Uh, it's been windy. Uh, the the wind's coming back a little bit, but temperature wise, it's it's been great. Well, that's fantastic. And what's the uh, action been like at the complex, folks? I'm here with Gene Devito. Now, is it right? Are you director of programming? Is it just director? What's the official title for yourself there at the Diet and Pickleball Complex? Uh, I am the general manager and director of programming at the Complex. Excellent. So almost like a dual title. A dual title. Yep. A little bit of everything. I like to call myself the utility guy. And then I also do a lot of the um, utility guy. I love it. Coaching there as well. Fantastic. And we'll definitely get into that. I love the utility reference, given that the World Series is going to start and it's uh, a big deal out here in the desert. We got our Diamondbacks getting ready to mess things up tonight. Yep. Yep. I mean, coming from Texas last year, I guess uh, I went to a couple of the games, so I don't really have any any dog in the fight, but I'm just hoping that it's entertaining. Same here. I got a little snake in the fight. We'll hope they uh, they can bite and rattle a little bit and make it make it a whole lot of fun. Speaking of speaking of some, <laughs> I'll tell you what, this wasn't the finals or the World Series I was uh, predicting though. I, I didn't think either of these two teams would get there, so it's it's nice to see fresh faces. I think so. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's what anybody predicted. So hopefully it's just great. We'll get seven games out of it, even though I predicted six. But that's we'll leave that right there. So at any rate, what's the action like on the court? At the complex today, I mean, you always have a lot of not only a lot of people, but sometimes a lot of uh, very prominent pickle people that might be out on the court is is a typical Friday open play. Is it reserved? You mentioned there's lessons. What's what's the vibe? Uh, the vibe on a Friday, usually Friday is a pretty good day for us. We um, we start off with open play in the morning. And you always typically get a pretty good, pretty good ambiance in the, in the uh, morning open play on Fridays. You get some pretty good players, but it's also weird to get a lot of beginner players too on Friday. I don't know what it is about Fridays, but uh, it's a good mixture of players. And then um, we do that until about ten o'clock in the morning, and then we go into our clinics. Um, we go to about three o'clock, and then hello. Hey, I don't know what happened there, but it, it sounded like you were attacked by a robot. <laughs> uh, let me uh, hope. It's, it's either our connection. I mean, on my side, it says the connection's really good. And now, right now, you sounded fine, but you broke up a little bit there. I got my phone settled on top of the desk in front of me. I'm, I'm trying not to move too much here. 
No, it sounds, it sounds crystal clear now. Like I said, it could have been an interruption in just the internet signal. That'll happen sometimes. But yeah, it just came through a little. We'll have some fun with it when I when I clean everything up. But anyways, here with Gene DeVito. And of course, <laughs> we can't do anything much further. We're, we're going to have to drop a lot of Kyle plugs. Gene and I were introduced, connection made from Jen Kelman, Kyle Kelman's mother. Kyle spends a lot of time out there on the court. Now, Gene, you're working with Kyle a little more uh, a little more often now in a more professional capacity, isn't that right? Yes, yes, yes. We've been working pretty closely together, trying to get Kyle to the uh, to the next level, which happens. He's he's jumping level by level very quickly. And 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 so he's he's 14, and that's something I definitely wanted to spend some time with you on. Is as you see pickleball extending down into youth and you and I kind of talked about this a little bit before we got on today is how we think we're going to see this not not only you know teenagers and 14 year olds back it down into the younger youth camps perhaps you even talked about we haven't seen yet the official pickleball academy style uh, facility yet talk about that a little bit yeah, no, I mean, like we, were, like we were talking about the other day, nobody's really taken on the, uh, you know, the youth pickleball brand yet. Um, you know, I think as, as it continues to grow and as maybe, you know, maybe it makes its way into an Olympic sport or a collegiate sport or a high school sport, we'll start to see it grow. But I mean, just the, the way kids can pick this sport up so quickly. I mean, look at like an Anna Lee Waters, 17 years old, the best player in the world. It, it really... I think it needs somebody needs to step in and take over this youth academy uh, because it's going to get done. So I, I'd rather be the first than, you know, catch, play catch up. And especially being in South Florida, there's a lot of good youth players around here. I mean, there's a lot of good youth players everywhere, but I've run into a couple, you know, Kyle and a couple kids like him that are, you know, taking points off me at 14 years old. Ooh, look out. It's a little side action on the court, too, I bet, huh? I mean, you better be careful. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But you're right, because even out here in Picklezona, I see young kids. I met a, a youngster. He's about 14. I remember uh, this kid, Jace, he actually carried Annalise's bag at one of the tournaments. And now I believe he's sponsored and playing in a lot of events. And, and I've seen him play. He can play, too. And I think the spread down into the schools is going to happen is going to happen as well. Yep, definitely. I mean, it should be if you think about it. It's the perfect class for gym. You know, it's a way to keep all the kids engaged. Anybody can play it. Uh, they can interact with one another. They can compete. They can have fun. I don't see why schools wouldn't make that, you know, um, um, instead of just rolling out the basketballs and having, you know, go shoot around. Hey, let's play some pickleball. I think you're right. And that's where I hear a lot of people say they remember the game is is from gym class. So let's go ahead and turn the clock back. How did you find pickleball? I mean, let's go all the way back to what was your sport of choice growing up? You had a little college success. Talk about your path and then how you ended up in Florida today. Um, well, funny enough, I, I grew up, uh, you know, just playing as many sports as I could. I, I love sports. I love competing. I love making new friends through sports. I actually played five in high school. I did uh, baseball, basketball, football, tennis, and track. Uh, so touched on a little bit of everything. And then um, I was fortunate enough. I was pretty good. I was pretty good at each of them, but I was really good at football. Uh, I was an all-state football player. I was a wide receiver, pretty fast for my speed, uh, ran a 4-5-40. So that, that helped me get some looks from, um, you know, D1 schools as far as football went. And then, unfortunately, I, I injured myself. Uh, four or five. Yeah, six games into my senior year. Four or five. Yep. Four or five. Now take the take the people back with you. This was when? When were you uh, back in college? 
Uh, and that's not to say that you're senior year. Okay. <laughs> not to say that you're old. Senior year in yeah. high school, 2006 was the year. Okay, so when you translate that, folks, how this is how sports works. If you take a four five in two thousand and six, that's probably about a four three right now. So just now you know what you're dealing with. <laughs> I was, I was, and I weighed about 200, 210 pounds at the time too. I was a tight end uh, that was able to get around, and that I mean, I I truly think being that position player, tight, I, I was tight end receiver, you know, catching the ball, I, I pretty good hands was very helpful and in, in when I learned pickleball you know obviously you need to have soft hands you need to have good hand eye coordination so that was it was a very uh, useful skill I never knew I was just going to be practicing my pickleball career my entire life you know catching catching footballs out there but uh, catching darts from the quarterback prepares you for those pelts at the kitchen the quarterback <laughs> exactly and my quarterback uh, funny enough uh, was a division one uh, shortstop I uh, played for Quinnipiac in baseball so he w- he had a cannon so yeah, I was catching, I was catching darts. It was, nice. It was firefights. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, after, after I got injured, I went to uh, a division two school, Assumption College in, in Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, it was, it was a good school. It was small. I, I enjoyed the football team, but unfortunately, once again, uh, tore my ACL for a second time. And I figured my, you know, my football career was over, transferred schools, went to Yukon stores, uh, joined a fraternity you know, turned the page a little bit, uh, kept, kept active in the club, um, sporting scene. But, uh, all, all while I was doing this, I was actually a, a tennis coach. Um, my, my stepfather, Mark Lupinacci was a big, uh, tennis director in Stanford, Connecticut, the Italian center. Um, he, he's had great success. He's in the hall of fame at his college that he went to for tennis. He taught me, he taught me the game of tennis pretty well. Uh, so I started coaching kids when I was 15 years old which is funny enough, around the same age Kyle is now, that's when I started my coaching career. Um, and I did that in Stanford for about 17 years. Uh, I was also a high school teacher for nine years and a middle school teacher for one year. So, you know, a lot of coaching, a lot of teaching in the background, really. I mean, I just enjoy coaching and teaching separately. It's, it's just, a lot of, you know, a lot of cold weather, a lot of, uh, you know, from Worcester up into stars. I mean, now you find yourself in Florida. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. A little bit, a little bit different. Absolutely. No, keep going. It's actually uh, funny you brought it like stores. Connecticut is if, if you can last uh, a, a winter in stores, you can survive anywhere. Walking to classes, walking to parties. It was, we're literally walking through ice and <laughs> temperatures up there. It was, you know, it helps you build some thick skin out there. It de- definitely uh, don't miss those days at all. That's when I look outside my window right now. I'm 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 very happy with where I'm at. Um, oh, for sure, because just like you said, when you're when you're in stores, that that's where you are. That's it. It's its own zip code for a reason. There's nothing <laughs> else there. You, wanna, you, you don't leave stores. You don't even need a car. There's nowhere to go. You got to walk everywhere or take the bus. It's uh, you better have a basketball. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you play with, the guys or the girls, they'll kick your butt either way. <laughs> yeah, so also, I mean, that was one of the things too, is I, I used to, um, with, the, with the, the women's basketball team specifically, they used to always come through the, uh, you know, the intramural center and try to play against a lot of the, the guy club teams because, you know, they wanted to get their reps, they wanted to practice against the guys. So I actually got to play a couple of practice games against some of those uh, those Yukon Husky ladies, and they are just 
they're dominant. I've, I've never, I've, I was dominated whistle to whistle by, uh, by the girls. And, and there's no, yeah, there's no holding back. They're going to give you, they're going to give you a game, probably a few elbows, right? Yep. Nope. Nope. Everything, everything, especially when you got Gino Ariema there, it's just barking at you the whole time. <laughs> Very intimidating man. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I think that'd be just awesome. No, I mean, it was kind of, you know, funny just walking through campus, too, and you see like a Calhoun or, or a Gino Oriema just casually, you know, going through the Yukon co-op or back in my day, we had a Hashim to beat Jeff Adrian. I mean, some of the best Yukon teams. Craig Austry was a, a four year starter at Yukon. He actually went to my high school, Trinity Catholic. Um, so watching him go from, you know, playing at my high school team to playing at Yukon was kind of kind of cool to see. Um, yeah, yeah, that's wild. Uh, the, the tennis program thing, I mean, that got me really going. That's when I really started to work with kids. And that's where I really started to develop my passion in coaching and teaching, especially with youth. You know, and it's funny you, know, you want to go full circle in life. I kind of started, you know, the, the kids program at the Italian Center Club in Stanford. When I first started working there, I think there were six kids. And when I left two years ago, there was about 120, 124 kids somewhere in that area. Um, so we really took the, took the ball and ran with that. So um, hopefully I can I can create some sort of thing here in Florida the same you know the same way with pickleball. But um, you know my wife and I decided to leave uh, Connecticut together two years ago because uh, she pursued a job opportunity out in Dallas. Um, she works for a bank, and uh, you know we just had to relocate for her to better her career a little bit. And I decided with my tennis resume that I'd be able to, you know, pick up coaching somewhere. Um, I, I, I went to, to Texas with the hope of being a tennis coach. And then three days into our move there, I met a gentleman uh, who asked me if I had ever, we were, we were talking uh, at, a, at a Sunday brunch. We were sitting at the bar next to each other and, you know, just engaging in conversation. Uh, he asked me if I had ever played pickleball. I said, no. And then he said, he handed me a business card. He said, you need to go here on Tuesday. And you'll share your resume, share your story with the guy that's there. So I where in where in Texas are we? So we are in Fort Worth, Texas, West Seventh. Okay, to be exact. Uh, yep, West Seventh Street is actually right next to the TCU campus. So if you follow the Horn Frogs at all, it's it's minutes away. That's where all the kids like to go out. We're big fans of the Horn Frogs here. We loved the Trippy Frog last year. We were right there. <laughs> we were we were we were big supporters. That's it. We love it. We actually uh, me and a crew. We went to the uh, the game where they upset. Uh, Who they upset in the final four? Michigan, right? And then they lost yep. in the finals. Yeah, we won't mention that one. I've been to a lot. Yeah, that 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 game was. I've been to a lot of sporting games before. That was the the loudest and and most. I don't know how to how to put this properly. The most I've seen the stadium <laughs> shake when you're on the inside of it ever. When they had the first pick six, literally, it was. I thought the stadium was literally going to fall apart. You thought an earthquake was going off or something. Just going to crumble. <laughs> yeah, it was it was scary and exciting all at the same time. Uh, so yeah, so I, I walked into this uh, restaurant because it really is a restaurant, and uh, met with uh, a gentleman there named Zach. Uh, you know, we talked about tennis. He was a fellow tennis guy. He showed me the nice pickle. They had nine pickleball courts that were set up outside the restaurant, so they had kind of a, it wasn't a chicken and pickle because chicken and pickle was you know much more branded and, and beer and hang out. This was a, like a fine dining restaurant with some pretty nice courts out there, and you know he was running interesting concept going back and forth, uh, gave him my resume. And then he, he said, he said, well, when, when do you want to start? And I said, well, what do you mean? He was like, well, we're looking for, you know, they had just opened Mikkel. I'm not kidding. Four days before I moved there. So it was, it was almost like divine intervention the way I met pickleball. 
Um, so he, he was like, you know, we're looking to hire somebody with experience. You have the experience. Have you played pickleball? I said, I've never played before. Uh, but if you give me two weeks, I can. But I'd love a job. Play this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Especially after I just, you know, crossed the country here with no job in sight. And then at my club, the Italian Center, uh, had pickleball. They, they put in some courts my final summer there. So I watched people play. And I would literally sit on my tennis court and look over at the pickleball courts and say, I am never doing that. That looks so boring and so slow and everybody's so old. There's no way I'm going to enjoy it. Um, but here I am now making a living off of it and having a great time doing it. So I, I, I went, locked my, basically locked myself in a dungeon and watched as much YouTube to learn the ins and outs of pickleball, watch the pros play. And then I went and, uh, you know, hit up a park. Uh, this guy, um, Brent, was nice enough to introduce me to it. I still remember his name because he was very, very good explaining the rules and whatnot because we all know it's a little confusing. And then I decided to go take a lesson. Uh, and when I was playing with, with the instructor in a one-on-one -on -one lesson, I was, I don't, I don't want to be rude, but I was dominating her. <laughs> I was really able to, to to pick it up pretty quickly. And, you know, I don't know, just a combination. It was a, a quick learning curve for you. Yeah, quick learn. I mean, you know how it goes, making with pickleball. You can you can pick it up as quick as you want, and especially you can. With the tennis background and you know this and that background. You know, started put the pieces together, and then combine that with my love for coaching, and boom, here we are. Uh, I ended up, you know, I I I got word of Diadem just because I was playing with their paddle at Courtside Kitchen. They were uh, Courtside was selling just Diadem paddles, so I didn't know okay. different. But I found the Icon version one. And as soon as I started playing with it, my game jumped up two levels. I, I felt like on top of spin on the ball, I can do top spin, I can slice, I got some pop. It was great. And then um, I guess uh, everybody who was coming through also liked those paddles. So we just so happened to sell so many diadem paddles that diadem themselves reached out to me and was like, hey, we, you know, we'd love to for you to come down to our headquarters here in Florida. We want to know, you know, how you like our, how you're able to sell so many paddles, so on and so forth. And, you know, when I came down and met the Diadem team, I was just describing to them what I was doing in, in Texas uh, with programming and, you know, just a, a different concept of pickleball that no, nobody was really offering in the area. Like we would combine clinics with leagues, with open plays, with round robins, with tournaments, with this, with that, just trying to make pickleball as fun and um, as accessible to everybody as possible. And I guess uh, Diadem liked the style of um, the programming I was putting out there and, you know, brought me to this this facility that we're now in, in Broward College. It's just, it's basically to, to give you an it's, image in your head. Picture walking yeah, yeah. into a college basketball gymnasium and, you know, how, how big it is, how high the ceilings are, the stadium seating. But also on top of it, in that college basketball gymnasium, is a theater set up for the college as well. So we got so lucky or Diadem got so lucky where they found this, you know, sports stadium mixed with the acoustics of a theater where you can put pickleball inside and not have to, you know, hear boom, 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 like you just got out of a rock concert. Because I know there's a couple of right. people that played indoors where it's just so loud, it's, it's almost intolerable at times. But with this place, the lighting is so perfect because of the sports stadium and the acoustics are so great because of the theater aspect. And it helps to have a 60 foot ceiling and air condition all rolled into one. It just is the perfect spot. I, I call it pickleball heaven because, I mean, there's nine perfectly spaced courts, well lit, 
air conditioned. You, you can't go wrong. You don't have to worry about the wind. You don't got to worry about the sun. You don't got to worry about anything. You could just play. So it's it's uh, it's great. And then, you know, I guess to wrap up the story is, you know, Didem showed me this place and asked if I'd be interested in, you know, relocating and, you know, running all the programming and, and stuff that I was doing in Texas at the facility. Uh, and then, you know, with my experience, my background, you know, being a director uh, of tennis for a long time, you know, they offered me the general manager role as well. And, you know, I couldn't. It was an offer I couldn't refuse. So my wife and I relocated right. here to beautiful South Florida, um, met some great people like Jennifer Kelman, and, and now here we are. Hey, that is a fantastic story. And you can you can kind of connect a little little bits of those dots, right? An offer he couldn't confuse. He was coaching up there at the Italian Center in Connecticut. Wife took a nice job at the bank in Texas. Things just kind of worked out with this pickleball thing. Last name is DeVito, folks. But at any rate, it is an incredible story. And now, before, before you got there, which was what, two years ago? Uh, to Texas? Uh, to, to Florida, to Diadem. Uh, or was that a year ago? Actually, about a year ago today was when uh, I got my offer from Diadem. It was uh, the end of October, early November. It was around the time of Diacon, which um, is okay. their yearly celebration of Diadem. And how much of the complex at the time was pickleball? Uh, zero. When I when it I, didn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a tennis facility, right? No, it was still. It's still the basketball courts were in there. So okay. the facility was still set up to play, to, to play. Games. Well, at the college, at the college, but didn't Diadem have a tennis complex or a facility close by as well? Oh, so yes. Yeah, so Diadem has headquarters cl- close by their office. Yeah. Uh, they don't have any, no, they didn't have a, like an actual okay. sporting facility. Yep. Okay. They have a little, you know, headquarters with their offices and a little sales shop. Gotcha. And so you get down there and we make this whole pickle facility, which is absolutely incredible. You got to check it out online. I have. And you get, I mean, like you said, the level of play that comes through there, I just, I see a lot of the posts that Kyle puts out there on the socials, but you've got top ranked talent there all the time. We, we, we're, we're very, very fortunate enough to be, you know, in the location that we're at obviously helps being here in South Florida, all the best players come and train out of here. Uh, all, 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 all the time. Literally weekly, we have you know. The top, I like to say seven of the top ten players come through weekly. Uh, Twelve of the the forty seven players drafted by the MLP. I think it was forty seven players. They train there weekly as well. Uh, so it's it's great for my game to be able to get games with them. But it's also damn right. It's what, <laughs> it's what makes the facility very unique in that we have these players that are you know the best players in the world. But one court over from them, I could be running an intro class where we're introducing people to the game and they're on the court next to, you know, basically Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and they have no idea. So it's yep. it's it's a funny dynamic out there. Like uh, I like to say my, my favorite moment so far at the facility was one day where we had uh, three courts full of clinics. So we had 12 players, uh, four on each court. I was giving a private lesson on one court. The back four courts were completely full of open play. And then in the middle court on court five, we had Anna Lee, James Ignatowicz, uh, Anna Bright, and Captain Parento were playing doubles together. So yeah, just a just a neat little foursome, right? You know, just a casual group over there. <laughs> it's just casual foursome right next to a casual <laughs> open play, and it's like, you know, looking around, I'm thinking to myself, man, there's there's not another facility in the country that can put something like this out there, and that's you know that's that's well, and it's only going to be. 
it's a matter of time if it's not going to be tomorrow that those four aren't going to just walk in and start playing and it's not going to draw the crowd and people aren't just gonna be like oh my gosh you're gonna have i mean people are gonna be coming yep yep and, and you know what was funny uh annalee and christian alshon were in there two two weekends ago drilling and it was the first time that i saw people you know sitting on our stage they would grab a cold beverage and just watch them for an hour, hour and a half. I'd say there was probably about 20 people in total just sitting there watching them drill. And that's- We gotta make that guy keep his shirt on. You can't let him take his shirt off or people are just <laughs> gonna sit around. I think if uh, if his shirt came off, there'd probably be a lot more than 20 people who are watching them. Yeah, I mean, that's the kid's MO. Every time I see a picture of him, he's putting it back on or taking it off, I don't know. But he's a good player and he's up and coming. <laughs> I mean, he can't play some pickle. Actually, speaking of great kids, I reached out to him um, specifically because, you know, Kyle's looking, uh, once again, Kyle Kelman, he's looking to, to train in singles and get a little bit better. You know, for me, I'm awesome. working, working pretty hard on the court, you know, doing a lot of hours. So one day I, I just didn't know if I had it in me to, uh, to do some singles with Kyle because, you know, it take, takes a lot out to go with singles with Kyle. So I called Christian and, you know, told him about him. He had heard of him before and he was nice enough. I said, Hey man, you want to come give this kid a singles lesson? I think it'd be the coolest thing in the world. And he agreed, no questions asked. Said, yeah, I'd love to. Let me know when. And you know, that, that's awesome. what, kind of, what kind of kid that is because, you know, that yeah. right there is a, is, a, is a big deal. People pay a lot of money for something like that. And he was willing to just do it as a favor, which is great. Well, I mean, just to talk about how, you know, what happens there at the complex is Kyle was when Kyle was on the show and he was telling a story how he was there and he was playing and he pulled off a tweener and, you know, somebody up in the stands, you know, was clapping. He turned around and it was, you know, it was Christian and giving him fist bumps and way to go, you know, and there's a tweener king right there giving him props about his own little tweener. Yeah, I was there for that day. I remember his tweener. Now, okay. now it's, you know, he can pull it off whenever he wants, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. You never know who's going to walk in at any given moment. And so and, and, you know, Jen ahead of today mentioned to me that they're actually up going to an event up in Daytona that Kyle's going to play in. Uh, It's a sort of a minor league event. What is this event? Can you talk about that event? Do you know that you you must know this event? What's going on up there in Daytona when it's not racing cars and we're playing pickleball? We're play, I think it's Pictona, right? That's uh, it's it's a huge deal. Pictona. I love it. Love it, right? Yep. They they put on for, actually for putting on great tournaments, high level play. Uh, I know Kyle's going up there this weekend to play. Uh, I know he's definitely playing mixed, uh, mixed four zero. Hopefully he comes home. They finished silver, I believe, in their last event. Um, and then you know I'm hoping he goes gets gold for this event, obviously. But no, it should be a good weekend. I wish I can go up there. I uh, got intros all weekend, but uh, he he's as as he plays more and more tournaments, we're going to see the growth continue because. You know, anybody out there who's trying to get better that, you know, that's already past that point of, you know, you know the rules and you go to the park and do the open plays. But if you really want to get better, you need to go play in the tournaments. You need to join leagues. You need to do stuff where you can actually, you know, uh, uh, work out the nerves a little bit. You got to work out those nerves. You got to play against different people and you, you've got to play people who are definitely going, going to test you. And for me personally, you know, working on my game, I play down in this league at the pickle mall, just qualified for the playoffs next week. So watch out everybody. We are coming for you. And then, I mean, I signed up to do it again and I play with my friends all the time, but I can't stress. And of course I'm a weekend warrior wreck pickler. I love it. You have to practice. You got to get those drills in. If you could give one simple dink drill that people could do, what, what would it be? I, I, I always tell people the same thing. If you 
all you need is a ball and a wall as long as you have your yep. I'm I'm a big fan of starting close to the wall and just you know like I always say keep your shield up almost like a block backhand just go you know two three four in a row and then try to soften one up so you can land it in front of you dink it and set it back up again so wall 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 let it drop dink it back up wall 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 let it drop and then you know, as you get better and better, you can adjust it however you want. But that's that's all you need right there is to be able to just bounce the ball off the wall and be able to control it enough where you can have the ball land in front of you when you want it to, almost like a reset, and then start it back up again. That's great. I Because I, I still find that's where, personally, I struggle a lot is I'm up there, I'm ready, the game's happening, it's getting a little faster, and, and I'm the one who dings it up. And then I just look over my partner and it's just like it's that meditative, hey, sorry. You're going to take this one for the team. <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. I always like. I try to cover it with the. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what my paddle. What happened there? Something's yeah. weird. Never happens. It's it's good. In my, like, in my opinion, obviously, dinking is the most important tool to have in your tool belt. If you're going to be a good pickleball player, you have to be able to dink. But you also have to be able to know, like you're saying, when you're in those firefights, when things start going fast, you have to be able to know when to slow back down, reset it. And- Let's shift up gears. I'm here with Gene DeVito. He's in Florida. I'm in Arizona. For the rest of you, hey, that's not our problem. We get good weather right now, and we're not ashamed to talk about it. When we're not on the court, you mentioned you played football in college. Go on Oh, yeah. I have a question for you, if you don't mind. Please. What, what is the, how is the pickle Go ahead. Balls? I've always been curious about them. I know you mentioned you played there. What, what's the pickle mall like? The pickle mall is in wonderful downtown Tempe here in outside of Phoenix. And I say that very sarcastically and facetiously. It's not in the best part of town. The best part of pickle mall is it's huge. You go in there, the ceilings are high, the courts are spacious, there's a lot of courts, and so the play is great. You don't have to worry about running into a wall on the side or the back, and you you got no issues uh, where I find some of the indoor places, they get the ceilings right, however, they're not as high as they are in this place, and you, you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, I'll hit the ceiling. You don't really worry about that in the pickle mall, even though you see a lot of balls stuck up there anyway. Yep. That's great. And they have all sorts of programming, tournaments, leagues, open plays, the whole nine? It's it's getting better. They're holding tournaments down there. They've got uh, lessons and leagues like the league I'm in. They've got a couple different versions that we call it. We, it started as Pickle Fantasy League. Now I think it's Duper League. I mean, Duper, 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 Duper. Don't get me started, Duper. But <clears throat> No, I don't even want to talk about Duper. So I think the one that, that I'm in is for the 3.499s. Uh, I mean, I think it caps out there, so it's right for me. The, when I started it, here's the deal, Gene. When I started it, it was like the first version. So they had a lot of us just in there, and everybody said they were this rating, and we, we, we thinned out the herd and got yep. people more aligned. So it's more fun and more competitive. And so I think I'm in the right spot, kind of in that – you know, three to five to four range. The players maybe three, two, five, three, seven, five in there. And then the goal is to get into that next league again the next time. But I have a blast. It's a lot of fun. And like I said, playoff bound on Wednesday, finished in the top 12. And so we're going to have a little fun this coming Wednesday. And me and my partner, we're going to go practice. So, folks, if you're listening, watch out. Watch out, world. Watch we're world. coming. Mary and I are coming. We're the wild cards. Just like the D-backs, we're going to slither in there. 
and surprise you. <laughs> I was going to ask you, so do you play mixed or do you play uh, men's doubles? Uh, in the in the pickleball in this league, you uh, every time you go down, there's four people. Let's just call it in your pod for the night. You get assigned a court. Everybody plays with each other, whether it's all guys. If there's a girl in the group, it's all good. So in this playoff, Mary and I, we played together before. And then I think we're playing against Andreas and uh, Michael or something like that. Yeah, good luck, Andreas and Michael. That's right. They're in trouble. I mean, so it's all—it's always doubles. Though I do like the singles game. It's actually tough finding people who like to play singles. Yeah, I'm not a big singles guy. I—I'll I, do it because it's a great way to get better and a, obviously a great cardio session. But it, it, to me, it's extremely fun. Oh yeah. With, you know, there's so many angles and shots and, and stuff that you just—you can't do anything about. That's one thing when you're playing doubles. You got to remember that you're not playing singles. Yeah, very different form, very different positioning, very different strategy. Totally for sure. All right, Gene, it's Friday. You used to play football. I already know you like football. Let's talk a little football. You're in Florida. Now, where do college football allegiances lie for yourself? Uh, I, I have to stick with my Huskies. I have to stick with, however, okay. um, last year I got really into the, to the Horn Frogs and obviously, you know, the, the yep. national championship run was helpful. And then I figured I might as well carry on tradition. And I've been watching every, every, you know, you game, I guess is what it's called. Miami. Uh, it's, you know, growing up with the Ravens mm. and Reed, you know, Miami Hurricanes. So it's, it's kind of cool to be able to root for them now. I guess you could. Oh, yeah. I'm a homer when it comes to these college sports. You know, I want to root for the team that's local. Take one. Got to take one. Take one. I'll take Florida State since my mom went there. You can pick one of the other two. You want to go with the U? We got to play you soon. Going with the U. All right. If Miami beats Florida State, it's going to ruin Florida State season, potentially. What are we putting on it? What do you want? Uh, 10 bucks. You send me a diadem paddle, I'll send you a pickle and mickle t shirt. That's a fair trade. Hey, I like that's a fair deal right there. You got it. Virtual handshake. Virtual handshake. The next run of shirts are going to say pickle gating. You're going to get one. Well, maybe. Beautiful. Maybe. Well, I'll send you the paddle anyway, Mickle, because you got to play with it. They're the best paddles in the world. We'll do it. We're going to do a swap anyway, and then I'll talk to you offline about the about the real bet. We don't want to know the people what's going to really happen between a bunch of frat guys talking some college football here. It's a family show for crying out loud, Gene. Who do you play with right now? <laughs> right now, I play with the Mavericks Havoc 16, and I also I just received a crush paddle that I've only played with twice. That's a local company that just started here in town. They're doing big things. Oh, so you're kind, you're kind of a free agent. I'm kind of a free agent out here. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. We'll t we'll talk. Keep that in mind about how maybe a little deal we can get for you. <laughs> well, let's talk about it. I'm always open for that. All right, so we got a nice bet for college. Now down there in Florida, there's a pro team that's actually pretty good again. What do you think about the Dolphins? Love watching them play, but I'm wearing uh, my New York Jet shirt right now for a reason. I, 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 nah, it was a setup. I set you up. You better have gotten back to the Jets, man, or some bad things might happen to both of us. <laughs> yeah, you know, J-E-T-S. Till I die. That's right. Hey, I'm a Commander's Redskins Washington football team fan. I'm right there with you. <laughs> what do you refer to them as? What do, what's the name of the team? Are, are they the football team? Are they the commanders? Are they the Redskins? What are they? 
Okay, so <laughs> to me, bleed burgundy and gold, always the Redskins. Last year, I called him the Red Commanders, the RCs. Got a little flack for that. This year, I'm going with the Washington Redskin Football Commanders. Put them all together, the WRFCs. I think we could put that on the helmet even with the old logo. That's that right there. That's innovative right there. That's a great name. And go back to when you were talking about you were at that game and the stadium shaking. So yep. when I was a kid, we we lived outside of D. We got to go to a game at RFK Stadium, of course. And you talk about shaking that you thought it was falling down. I mean, <laughs> that stadium would literally shake. And I just remembered that because I saw something before. I think it was the last game. Uh, and they did something on Fox or wherever it was in the pregame talking about just that, the way the stadium would shake. Just incredible. It's so, it's such, it's so, it's such a great experience, you know, to have that many people in unison rooting for the same thing. Yeah. I, I think sporting events have caused small earthquakes before, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Like, especially soccer games. I, I would think there's no way they can't at least register on that scale when they're pumping out more sound than like 10 jets flying by. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, I'll get you out of here on this. You're at the Diadem Center. We talked a little football. What else is on Gene's radar this weekend? What do you get into when you're not playing pickleball? Thinking about or teaching pickleball. I'm just kidding. Or, or thinking about pickleball, yeah. Thinking, thinking about my third shot drop, and if I don't, how I don't execute it, I got to get the fifth shot in. But if I'm not doing that, then uh, actually, funny enough, talking about football tonight, I'm going to – uh, a St. Thomas, I hope I say it right, St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Thomas Aquinas game. Yes. I guess they are a, a top five team in all of high school football. Um, Perennial powerhouse. Yes. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Uh, really looking forward to it. it was, uh, a mutual friend from Pickleball actually extended an invitation my way. So, so excited for my first Florida football experience tonight. That will be awesome. That's going to be some good football. Out here, I used to take my boys to one of the local high school teams that was really not on the level of them because, I mean, when I know that name, you know they're a pretty good high school team. But just because ASU was so bad, it would be better to go watch the good high school games. <laughs> yep, yep. I can, yep. That's, no, there's no football like high school football, you know. It's playing and watching. It's 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 fun experience all around. I miss, I Boy, do I miss those days. Oh, I bet. And hey, I mean, pickleball is it's an experience for everyone. Like you've said, you can you can pick it up quick. If you want to get better, you can practice, you can get competitive and you can think you're getting better. Like some of the folks that wander around the complex with Gene, the Christian Alshons, the Annalise, the Hurricane Tyras are there. Hey, you know who else is there? Kyle Kelman. You got to keep an eye on Kyle, like I always say. And it was because of Kyle that we got together. And Gene, I've had a blast, man. If I get down to Florida, I got to get there, hit some balls. We got to hang out because it's it's possible. I just might get Florida on my radar. Before I let you go, the big thing in pickleball, we can't get out of here without talking about the first weekend in November in Texas is the Nationals. Are you going out there? Or what are, What's your schedule like? Can you get there? Uh, I was invited. Um, obviously wanted to go back to Dallas. Uh, unfortunately, I can't. It's tough to get out of here. Um, I, I always I, I feel so I really want to be, um, you know, in, in 
the first experience that, that people have when they come to the DPC in regards to doing intro programs. And every weekend, uh, I do about 50 to 60 uh, players in an intro per weekend. Uh, just a That is awesome. For the DPC here. We've we've now plug away. Yeah. In the four months. Yeah. Four months we've been open. You know how many players we've we've introduced the sport of pickleball to Mickle? Hit me. About five hundred and fifty eight, I believe, is the exact number with this weekend. Forty more coming. So we're approaching almost six hundred people in four months that we've been able to introduce the game to, which I think is awesome. So it's that that's that that class right there. I could see playing with Annalie and Christian and Tyra doesn't hold a candle to uh, teaching, you know, 20, 24 people at a time the great sport of pickleball because it's so rewarding just to see as the coach, everybody get better in a matter of minutes in a matter of, you know, an hour and a half class. People walk out of there, smiles, sweating you know, making new friends. And, and that's what makes, you know, pickleball the best sport on earth is you, you could play with somebody's grandma or you could play with somebody's grandkid, but you're still going to have a fun time either way. You better be careful with somebody's grandma. Cause she'll whip you without even thinking about it. And, and that's, that's the whole thing about the pickle experience. As I like to say, it's more than a game and you get to see, just like you said, people who come in and play for the first time, maybe they haven't played for the first time, but they're coming in and they're playing again. And you see that level of, all right, I'm picking up the paddle. I'm hitting a little bit and this is fun. This is fun. And then some are like, wait a minute, this is kind of really fun. And then somebody hits like just some random shot and their mouth opens and the eyes get wide and they're like, this is a lot of fun. And then it's, it just clicks. And you're pickle hooked. You're a pickle addict. You can say it. It's okay because you just want to get out there and play pickleball. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's it's great seeing everybody's thrill when they experience their first firefight. And then when they're the one to, you know, put the ball away at the end, everybody has the same response. Literally what you just said, the jaw drops, they look at you. They're like, whoa, that was awesome. (laughs) And if you're down there around, what's the close? What's your closest big city down there? I know it says, is it Coconut? We're in Coconut Creek, but Fort Lauderdale is... Coconut Creek, Fort Lauderdale area. There we go. Fort Lauderdale area. You can find the Diadem Complex, even if you just need to come in, look up Gene, get some great lessons, maybe join one of these clinics, or come down there and check it out, because a lot of people are going to. And Gene, I had a blast today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking some time. I'll let you get back to what you're doing this weekend. We're going to see the Diamondbacks maybe shock the world starting tonight in Texas, even though you're from there. Shake that rattle tonight. (laughs) I'll root for you tonight, Michael, just for you, buddy. All right, one time. We'll take one time, but when it comes Knowles and Canes, I got you, buddy. We're coming for you. No, 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 no. We'll, We'll be texting that day, I'm sure. All right. Hey, you take care, man. Thank you so much again. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It was a good time. And I I look forward to talking to you again. And I really hope to see you at the DPC someday. I hope to be at the DPC someday. I know on 11-11, the U will be in Tallahassee. Ten bucks, you got it. And that game is in two weeks. Get out and play pickleball right now. Pop by the DPC if you can. And see Gene. Always. Keep an eye on Kyle and come back right here. I'll be here. And I'll see all y'all next time for more.